Here we are, bottom of the Smash Mountain. I would like to thank my Patreon supporters over at patreon.com slash bsmpod for continuing to support me and what I'm doing. Big shout-outs to my senior producers, my mom and dad, love y'all, Ventus Official, and PK Smokey with... With Eternal Project. There we go. I got it. Hey, this is a new time. This is a new voting period of Smash Summit 14 specifically. And there are lots of worthy people who are trying to get into Summit 14. We are all trying to go to the moon this year, or I should say for this particular summit, since we do get to do this twice a year. And we are very happy. I am very pleased to bring on to the pod Skurza, Wolfpack's very... Wolfpack gaming's very own Skurzo, who is currently in the running to make summit 14 doing all kinds of cool incentives and possibly fixing star gg in the form of making an app which an app for star gg is a wild concept so we're gonna get into all of that but also just so y'all know this is not just a normal melee gamer this is somebody who is ranked number two CLM rank number two, Chicagoland Melee, and is rank number 33 as of the summer MPGR in the world with top eight finishes at nationals, which is really, really cool. For Skurzo, you making the time, I really appreciate it. Welcome to the program. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, I always want to say <laughs> number two, yeah. Uh, I don't know if I agree with that. <laughs> yes, let's get into this. Smash Daddy ranked ahead of you. CG, Smash Daddy, Conduit Gaming, shout out, shout outs. Let's talk about this. I'm interested to hear from your perspective because I've noticed, and I think this was said on on the Melee Stats Waiting for Game podcast, so I, I don't think I can give credit to myself. I have to give them partial credit for this chain of thought. I've seen this or I've heard this that you've gone to a lot of out-of-region events. And I'm looking at your Liquipedia, right, where there are some events located in CLM. You know, there's stuff like mid lane melee number 52 from a couple weeks ago. So it's not as if there is no activity in Chicagoland melee. But I'm curious to hear from you why you think it is you rank number two, why you disagree, all that kind of stuff. Let, let's just get straight into that. Yeah, so I... I I mean, that season was uh, very tough for me to to play locally. <laughs> I was, like, traveling way more than anyone else. But, like, you know, I totally agree with it, actually. But, <laughs> you know, like, Smash Daddy <laughs> definitely deserved it. But okay. uh, he moved back to California, which is, like, kind of, like, the one requirement that you have to, like, be from Chicago. And, like, well, he is from, like, Chicago, but he, like, right after that, he, like, moved away. So it's it's I think it's... Uh, kind of funny how, how that happened but uh he definitely deserves that i'm not, I'm not trying to you know trash him <laughs> so uh, i definitely learned so much from playing him he's like such a good fox didoer and like an amazing player he's like beating so many good players so uh, yeah we're just like very competitive with each other and i get to see him sometimes at some majors and uh <clears throat> but now you know he's not here anymore then so like i'll probably be number one i don't know we just had a season that just ended and we're supposed to have a PR ready, but it's like, that's also kind of a weird thing with Chicago. It sometimes takes like one or two months for the PR to come out. <laughs> um, even after the season, um, because they're doing some panels and they're not getting them back and they have to do a graphic and it's pretty chaotic. And that's kind of like the CLM lore and the, the vibe we get. Um, 
but yeah, like I, I don't have no qualms of Smash Daddy being number two though. Like I I think that's it's kind of a meme though, like for sure. <laughs> I like I like talking about it though. Um, Snatching number I, one like, and immediately going back to Cali. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, number one, number two. <laughs> I mean like he he visited like that's the thing. Like he visited for like two months or something like that. Kind of like farmed everyone. Um, but I was like only got to play him like two times or something like that, and I was negative. So like yeah, he definitely deserves it so um and he does he is welcome in chicago for sure um very nice guy and, you know all the best to him while he searches for his job for a job and uh, you know <laughs> hopefully he comes back and you know and gets a job here or something like that that'll be really cool so you would be very happy to have smash daddy back in uh, chicagoland melee mid lane all the i mean this mid lane is the one that i'm most familiar with because i believe unsure ran that event until handing it off and retiring from toing am i getting that right was unsure running mid lane or another melee event in chicago yeah he was running mid lane and he he ran his i think his last hold at l which was like the super regional or whatever people are regional that people are talking about yeah um, ben and ben and jflex grand finals for that if i recall correctly yeah that's correct yeah shout out to unsure friend of the program and i think i think unsure is definitely like the reason why he's like moving on from toing is to do is to do the gaming the competing so i didn't see I didn't see Unsure near the top of... Oh, no, not anywhere on this PR for spring. So we need the new PR to come out because Unsure is probably going to be on there somewhere. I also see Shabo, who is a co-host of the Fox McLeod and Friends podcast. So shout-out, shout-outs. He's really good, too. So, like, we always see each other in majors, and we always play a lot. Um, He's super good. Um, He's, like, definitely... He was the guy that ranked ranked above Zamu when Zamu won that big European tournament <laughs> at the time. I don't remember the name, but I think it was like, I don't, I don't remember actually. Uh, I, it would be bad for me to immediately assume that it's either a dream hack type or, I mean, it couldn't have been air because there was a lot of good players at that event. And then for fate to fet to, it was AMSA. So, but this was a while ago. This was before this year that that Zami went over there and just randomly won a European event, right? Yeah, and he, and he comes over sometimes. Like he's here again, like in the area for for a month, and he's actually at middle lane right now. So <laughs> I, it's like in the middle of that right now. So yeah, I definitely ditched it. Uh, I deserve whatever ranking I get at this point, I guess. So <laughs> that's kind of the meme. But this is this is know? the new season, so the ranking season is not necessarily counting for your Summit 14 campaign. And surely you didn't skip mid lane specifically to talk to me. You were doing other things tonight. Please tell me you were doing other things. Yes, tonight. I running, playing Pokemon Unite. <laughs> oh no, no, running, running. I was like actually worked kind of late. Um, I was I was like doing something. And I was like trying to get it working, and you know how how it is with like, yes. I don't know, ADHD. Like you're trying to get something done, and you just like, you know, you cut you cut everything else out or whatever. Like you forget about the time. So like, yeah, I finally got it done at seven. I'm like, oh yeah, I probably can go to bed late. <laughs> but I also have this uh, very sh- kind of strict rule where I can't like go to a local or any tournament um, if it's adjacent to like a weekend travel or like if there was already another. Oh, local in the same week. I unless I'm already like somewhere else, like in Boston for a week, I can like probably go to more events. But if at home, I have this rule, which is the same as Shabo, 
where you can't i can't like go to multiple events a week and that's kind of part of the, the big like <clears throat> topic right now which is like balancing everything in your life with smash and as a you know professional whatever semi-professional level you know like how to balance all of that with with your job and smash at a high level and life like family everything <laughs> is this also connected to the fact that you okay so i was at the big house 10 and i'm not going to any events for smash and for at least a week there's uh there's going to be this upcoming friday the the local that i would normally go to but i won't be going to this upcoming friday and then there's a monthly down in baltimore that i would also love to go to because I, I live in lancaster by the way so lancaster pa is about an hour and a half away from Baltimore, Maryland. And so it's not too bad of a drive, but again, I won't be going because my rule is if I go to a big event, something like the big house and granted, it's not like I go to these all the time. I went to pound in April and then big house in October. So that's how often I go to big events It's not super often. However, when I come back, I go, well, I don't know what happened. I've tried to be as safe as possible, but when I come back home, it's yes, spending time with the family again, reconnecting, you know, I have a wife and kids, so they, they miss me and then trying to be safe. Also, uh, what if something happened? What if I'm carrying, I, I, I don't know. What if I'm going to wake up in two days and not feel super great and then take a COVID test and it's positive. So I don't know. So I just prefer to play it safe, but you were also at the big house 10 as well. Do you want to talk about that at all and try to tie this into the work life family melee balance? Yeah, I was at Big House. So <laughs> yes, I, I was somewhat at Big House. Yeah, um, it was tough. Uh, you know, I, I was still I was getting ready for my summit campaign and and I just like I was really busy with like everything else. But uh, you know, I, I, I tried to like be really ready for a major like that. Um and you know, I think I was ready for a major like that, like as usual. And that was like the first big house. I went to like first tournament, actually big tournament, um, was big house seven. So like, you know, big house is really hard for me to, you know, kind of like prepare for because I have to drive like six, not like six hours, like five hours. Um, I had to like organize a giant carpool because there's people in CLM that don't have a car because that's just like, it's kind of like New York. Um, where we take the train a lot and so right, sure. I don't like driving and it's very tiring. <laughs> and that's my John. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, that's John number one. It's okay. I'm listening. <laughs> yeah. And like the we got there at like Thursday night and it was like midnight and they were like there was like twenty people online. And I was like, Oh my god, I don't need this right now. <laughs> and then, you know, they were pretty quick enough, but like I was still a little grumpy from that. I was tired from driving, et cetera, et cetera. But uh you know, it was, and then Friday happened and I thought my polls at 4 PM. So I like practiced a lot, uh, beforehand. And then it turned out it was on Saturday, actually. Oh <laughs> no. So a little annoyed by that, but, uh, um, that's my fault. <laughs> so it's, there's stuff like that that happens, like just like random stuff. Um, you know, driving home was very funny too. Cause like I had to drop everyone off, but like, you know, I was driving like 80 miles an hour on the highway or 75 i don't remember and then um I, I saw bunny and i was like i can't i can't swerve i have to hit this funny <laughs> it's traumatizing and yeah oversaw it more than me 
because I looked away for a split second and then I looked back and I saw the bunny and I was like, okay, I'm definitely hitting this bunny. There's no way I'm not going to hit it. <laughs> and I did. And um, yes. And, and then uh, I was dropping everyone off and there was like this weird noise out of the car. And I was like, great. Like I destroyed my car going to this major. I'm so upset. No, I'm just... And then I checked the underneath of the car and I was like, it's just like plastic piece that like broke. So I was like, yeah, whatever. It's not even that big of a deal. You know, and I did badly during Big House. Um, it's like, it was like kind of a really big challenge, honestly, because like every time that happens, it's just like, why did I do this? <laughs> but, uh, you know, and then I, I, I saw that uh, Amza beat HBox like afterwards, like when, you know, I was gone already. I was already, I mean, sorry, I was already done with my bracket. So let's go back to that. Let's go, I, I, went, I got 65th, you know, I lost pretty bad to Morse code um didn't talk to anyone for for like an hour and but then uh you know went to uh one of the bars or something i think it's buffalo wild wings okay yeah we went to buffalo wild wings everything was good i had my beers and then the next day you know Amza beats h fox i'm like okay i don't want to leave anymore like i, I think because <laughs> i was like i was just like last night i was just like the night before i was just like i want to leave it's like the worst thing ever. You totally know? Like, understandable, then, though. That like really, really tough mental like status was like really hard to get out of. But then you know, like hanging out with friends is like you know something that just really helps me. Um, and you know, it's it's like super nice to hang out with everyone, even after you lose. You got to remember that, like you know, you got to be. You gotta be cool. You gotta be chill. You know, you can't be upset. At everyone, it wants to be a party. So, even when you have such high expectations for yourself, so it's it's like hard to like talk about that um, because you know after getting ranked, after getting a sponsor, after getting number one or two or whatever, it's like everyone's rooting for you. And then that that like moment where like everyone's cheering for you. Um, I also lost the cold ball too, by the way. <laughs> I just want to air out all the dirty laundry, I guess. <laughs> okay, so yeah. cold ball, another Fox player, right? This is a cold ball from Florida? Yes. Right, um, and then Morse code is a, if I recall correctly, Morse code is Midwest, maybe even Michigan, Samus, right? Yes, you're right. I'm pretty sure he's from Michigan. <laughs> Well, Midwest at the very least. I remember Morse code being Midwest. And look, if, if you are doing all these things like preparing for summit and you're driving people and you hate driving, if you are surrounded by a lot more people than you're used to being surrounded by, because that was something that I ran into at the big house. I'm supposed to be super friendly and outgoing because I'm the one who invites everybody onto my podcast. And halfway through Friday, I'm going, I don't want to walk up to people and talk to them anymore. This is so hard. I don't want to do this anymore. And it was just Friday. It was supposed to be there, you know, Saturday, Sunday, which I did. I soldiered on, but there were, you gotta take <laughs> right, right, right. So anyway, I, I get it. And then you run into a Samus player. You might not necessarily be just like 100% ready to run into. And you ran into Morse code in losers after losing the call ball and winners. Is that how that worked? Yeah. And I, you know, I was up to on call ball. And then he started doing these out of stage strides, and he's like kept strides backing me. And I'm like, well, here, here, I am. I'm just gonna crumble now, I guess. <laughs> and it was like, you know, people cheering for Cobalt and stuff like that really loudly. Um, so like, you know, that I'm not mad at them, but 
it, and it does like mentally it's like I, I why does this affect me <laughs> and that's that's a good topic i think but like um no cobalt got the best of me so and then i played morse code and uh that was really tough so he he's super good and he doesn't even go to much stuff so just comes out and everybody's super happy to see a Samus do well and you're a Fox main that everybody goes, I, I, I'd see Scurzo lose here. That's cool. I mean... I mean I've beaten, uh, that's the thing. I've beaten uh, Super, who is who's the devil now, but... Yeah. Uh, that's his tag now. Um, right. Mm -hmm. and, uh, I've beaten him before. And so I was like, yeah, I don't have to worry too much about Samus. And then like he just plays really, really well. And I'm just like, well... I thought I was like ranked higher than these guys. I was supposed to beat them and everything, but uh, you know, I guess I guess not this time. And then, you know, like I turn off Twitter. You know, every time something like that happens, sure, I turn off, like basically turn off my phone or turn off my brain. Um, I let my brain process the emotions, and I don't know what the sad chemical was again. I forgot, but uh, let it process process that brain chemicals. Um. And then, you know, like everything's okay, you know, like the, I have everything else in my life. I've, <laughs> I was, I mean, I'm talking like it's affecting me really badly, but it's really not, it doesn't. Well, yeah, in the moment, it, yeah, you're, you're really, yeah. really in deep in the feels. You're recalling that time where everything feels like it's crashing down a little bit because you're right in the middle of that storm. But then eventually, as all storms do, it goes away or it moves on. You're able to say, this is, was a weekend of my life my life continues on. So now we get to go to the next thing. We do the next thing. We go to the next event or however you say to yourself, I'm going to leave that behind now, but you're allowing yourself to feel that because sometimes the temptation for me is to try to stuff it down and not even acknowledge that it's happening. That's a very unhealthy way to process things probably, but that's how I do uh, for a lot where I'll randomly recall something six months later and go, oh, that sucked because I never gave myself an opportunity to even say that in the moment. I was, I'm just like, no, whatever bad thing is happening right now is not really happening. I'm just going to keep it moving. So I, I, I commend you Scurzo because you're allowing yourself to feel how sucky it is, but then eventually you can go and we're done. And the sad mode over, I can, I've, I've done the processing I need to do and I'm ready to move on. And I think that's like a life skill for sure, because, and I, I've kind of harnessed it a bit myself, you know, just like rejection and like getting, you know, second place is something really important or something like that or not getting a grade you expected. Um, but like melee has brought that back in a big way for sure. Cause like, you know, I don't really fail a ton at work. Like, cause like, it's just, you're just working and I'm not like messing up a bunch of stuff or competing with things, you know, I'm not competing. I think competition is a really good outlet to process a lot of emotions and to feel a lot of emotions that you don't, no you don't normally feel them. You know, people have other outlets too. Like they have, like they do skydiving or like some other crazy stuff. But uh, I guess melee is the outlet for me <laughs> that I picked. So, uh, and especially for expression, um, that's a really good. That's a big one. And and I, I was a musician before, um, but now I, I guess I express myself with melee, and I really like that. And it's a really cool game. It's the best game. So I really love melee. So. <laughs> um, and it's it's just like super cool, like playing like Fox and like trying to like do crazy stuff that no one's seen before. 
and just try to push that and I always I always like every day when I play melee I'm like did I do something that's different today that, that I've never seen before and if I had that's good I'll try to do, do it more but if I haven't I was just like let's just try something else next time you know just with friendlies or something like that I'm always like trying something new and yeah like I really love the innovation that that comes out of melee um and kind of like bring like forces you to use so many different skill sets um that you like kind of like harness from the past of your life to like get better at melee to be more successful and you know as a not a top player but like high level player it's like it's you you're constantly being challenged by everyone too and it's like a big you know it's huge like people don't understand how how hard it is to like stay you know like because i was like number one right i was like number one clm yeah i was like started traveling i felt like big shot like every time i that half is every time i feel like a big shot it always comes down again <laughs> and always, <laughs> i always get bit like right where it hurts and you know i you know i got top eight smash con right and like everyone's like, oh my god, oh my god, <laughs> you're so cool. And then like I get, I go back to mid lane, you know, I have a, I I go through pools and then I go O2 after pools. Um, I mean, I, I had a few beers, but it's just like I I you know I didn't take it, I didn't challenge myself, and I just lost really bad. And it still counts for PR. Like there's no like, oh he wasn't trying and blah blah blah. I'm going to see that in the rankings. It's going to haunt me. Like it's going to be a permanent thing. So it's, you know, I have, I have to like treat melee with respect and it hubris for sure. Like you, you hear Zane talk about that a lot. And that's my favorite part about melee. It's like ego and hubris and, you know, respecting melee and yourself and your opponents. Mm-hmm. especially know your opponents like i that again that has been me so much and i don't treat the matchups with the respect they deserve um it constantly happens like every every month it like bites me back you know oh i didn't prepare for this falco thing or oh, i didn't prepare for this luigi thing you know when mad tyro destroyed me um oh i didn't you know i didn't respect the game i didn't sleep enough you know like that's anything you you do it's it's like anything you do is like it affects everything it affects melee so um you can't you can't mess up and it's like the ultimate test of skill it's like you're it's like you're testing every 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 tournament you're it's like a huge test yep big that's report why, card that's why i like to think about melee it's like you're testing for like harvard you're like you're trying to get into upper echelon and it's, it's very competitive even at the you described yourself as a high level player i mean come on i'm 33 in the world come on now maybe, maybe the people don't deserve to be there you know maybe they were bought in you know like maybe their parents like funded everything <laughs> i'm joking by the way i'm joking like everyone everyone up Smash there box. Is- <laughs> <laughs> sorry i use it i mean i use the box so i should no, no, shouldn't really say the- Wait, I don't even know what you said, actually. Mm. Smash Daddy? No. No, I said I know I said Smashbox, like you can just buy a broken controller, you know. Oh no, I'm talking about <laughs> something bigger, actually. I'm talking about like becoming like a full time gamer. True. That's like that's like a big topic. That's like a big bleh. it's a big topic. It's and it has come up 
in my Reddit AMA, you know, it's like, how do you, you're not, you're not a full-time gamer. How are you doing all this? How are you getting top eights? Cause like that really blows like people's minds sometimes, you know, like how, you know, I tell my, even I tell my coworkers like, oh, I was playing in front of like 50,000 Twitch viewers and they're like, well, how do you, I even comprehend that it, that means they don't want the context, but you know, when I talk to other smashers, they're definitely like, oh my God, how did you get top eight? You know, like you're, you're working all the time too. And it's just like, well, I sacrifice a lot of things, you know, I don't, you know, I'm not as like, you know, I'm not as read up as, as in certain things, or I haven't uh, consumed culture in the same amount of dirt, you know, death as people. Um, there's like things I miss out on for sure. Like, and, and I, I talk to that. I talk to pro players all the time about it. Like, they're always like, oh yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't play other video games or something like that. You know, they're missing something cultural yeah. and culturally important when they're playing Melee. <laughs> well, That's for, you, for you, I'm part of it is because you're first generation, right? You, you, you don't have a lot of family in the, in Chicago that you live in. So because you're not doing a lot of things with family, you're, that gives you the time that you need to be able to practice and prepare for traveling i mean still like it's that's just one of the many factors and i don't i can't even like ex even begin like how how many things i have to do to even do that make this possible and like you know you know having real connections with like these players like i think it's a big effort um and and I do put in the effort, like, oh, I try to, you know, I I like shoot my shot, like in the Twitter DMs, like, because they don't these people don't know me, right? Like all these players, like, for example, like Magi or Hbox or Mango, like these people never knew me for years. Like these people were in the scene for years and they never and I was in the scene too, but I was in like my little CLM bubble. You know, just going to locals and stuff, like, you know, blah, 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 nobody cares. <clears throat> but, I, you know, like, I was in my scene, and I meet these people, like, by off chance or something like that. I play them at a bracket. I, you know, DM them on Twitter. I reply to their tweet or something like that. You know, that's just, like, the, the bare bones kind of, like, shallow introductory interaction. And then, like, you have to, like, kind of get out of your comfort zone as well. You have to like hang out with these, like ask them like hang out or ask them to be in your hotel group or ask them to join whatever you event you're hosting or like, oh, like, you know, are you, do you want to take this Uber with me? Like just all these random things, right? Oh, you want to get dinner? <clears throat> that's just like, so that's like part of the, the melee like growth as well. It's like, you have to like, I don't even know where I came when I started here, but uh, it's like, it feels like I was like someone that never like belonged at first for sure. And that's like a lot of like a lot of budding players go through and I, we, we don't really talk about it, but uh, as much. So like, um, and then I just came out of, like, you know, I just kind of came out of nowhere and I, I got top 35 ranked and uh, you know, like people do know me now, but uh I I really did think I was like a ghost at first, you know, the first few years. But then I guess COVID was like unironically a really good way for exposure because like I, you know, I beat like Ginger or whatever. I beat some players, you know, it doesn't matter who I beat, but like 
you know, like I lost to HBox at a, you know, ECF and then I challenged him for a hundred dollar money match, you know, like, he's like, who is this guy? Like, why would it, would it actually, <laughs> don't even accept it. It's like, he's like basically anonymous. And I was just like, whatever, dude, just like do it. I mean, he, we did it, you know, and it was like on a whim, you know, like, and, and like, yeah, like I, I, you know, I would hang out with these people now and it's just like very surreal because like, it's kind of like you're like you feel like you're a normie or whatever and like you, you watch you see these people on youtube you see these people on reddit you know you don't think they're like real they th you think they're like super there's a mystification of melee players that's definitely there <laughs> yes you see only see them on twitter and you know like you're like oh yeah you know they got fifty thousand followers i have 200 you know like there's no way i'll ever be in a circle adjacent to them or something. <laughs> and it's been, it's been very humbling to like be ranked and, and um, to do decently well on, and to lose three game fives in a, in a straight row versus match. I, I am very honored to lose that many times to her at game fives. <laughs> it's, it's just, uh, it's, you know, it's, and it's like the passion. I, I guess I was like talking about that earlier. Um, the passion was like keeping me in melee um, cause that's kind of, like, I kind of started that way, like, and, and it's coming full circle, I think, um, because what got me into melee was passion and just like being this like spectator, this redditor, this YouTube watcher. And now, now it's like, now you have like all these responsibilities as like your, your scenes, top player or whatever. Um, and you keep losing, you keep losing, you keep losing, you keep losing, I keep losing. I've been to 10 majors and I've lost, you know, I've never won any, I never got really far in them. I guess like some top eights, but you know, even that, I, I don't even get into peeps, I don't even get in the pipsqueak meme tweets. I don't even get in there <laughs> because I don't do good enough. It's just like, well, like, do I get enough like value out of traveling this much? Am I getting, enough value out of all the effort I put in. Um, but then again, it's like, well, do I deserve, you know, what I'm getting out of it from the amount of preparation that I do, the amount of practice that I do, um, the amount of passion I have for it. And that's pretty much a lot of, like of my experience right now and like how I'm feeling right now. Um, and it's like, it's kind of feeding on me like right now um you know because it's like there's this, i've been heard i've heard about this plateau in, in melee like the there's like many plateaus right when you when you um when you improve in any skill but uh especially for melee there's like the you know the high level player plateau so like there's a lot to kind of you, you can stagnate for months or even years like at this level and I'm kind of like aware of it and um yeah like it's just like it, it kind of like I see a lot of my like fellow players they kind of like you know drop off from there and um yeah like um but I don't think I I just like seeing Anza um sorry like that those those feelings were me when I lost and got 65th like am I plateauing um am I going to quit? Am I going to do this, or this or this, or am I going to like, you know, take a break? Am I going to take a year off, take a half year off? Cause I was like, there's all these thoughts in my head for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you know, because I thought I was seated 27th, like that. I don't want to say that, like, you know, it was like 
rent free in my head losing the Morse code like that. But like, it is definitely rent. It was like that badly for me. Um, it caused like a crisis and, um, no, I don't think, I don't think I'm after seeing like Amza have his run. I was just like, I've been always been a fan of Amza. Like he's one of my favorite players of all time. I'm just like, and then he wins. I'm just like my, my, I've never, I haven't been like, I haven't had a headache. I haven't had a sore throat from screaming that much in a <laughs> year. Like that hasn't happened in years. Like I, you know, I just, I'm gladly give myself the headache to see, to scream for Amza. You know, like I felt like that Redditor again. I felt that like that YouTube viewer again. I felt like that anonymous person again. And I, that was honestly kind of refreshing. You know, I, I was, I was glad I was done by like 4 PM, you know, basically or, <laughs> or whatever I, I had you know, plenty of time to just like relax again. And it, it felt like, again, like the full circle, you know, like the first tournament was big house. And, um, you know, I, I, I drove there, I dropped to my, I drove to big house seven, um, Saturday night on a whim. Like I, I did not actually like, I did not actually like plan and go to big house. Um, but that was, I was like, I'm living alone for the first time in my life. Let's just do it. And I did, I drove all the way like in the middle of the night. And then I saw, um, top eight. Um, <laughs> I drove on Sunday, actually. I saw, that's how I saw like top eight. So yeah, it's not necessarily <laughs> yeah, everyone's like, favorite like, top eight. Here. Yeah. And <laughs> poor plop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Armada lost him. Right. Or like well, Plop had a great run. It's just that hunger box. That was his first big house win, and it was beating Plop twice in grand finals. And everybody's going, "Oh," because everybody yeah. wanted Plop to win. Plop hadn't won a big tournament like that yet, not yet. Yeah, and I saw that. And I, I'm actually in the crowd uh, for for uh, when Armada lost, um, and uh, I was like, I was thinking about that, and I was just like, you know, like. <laughs> That was me like five years ago or whatever. And I was just like, am I the same person? And do I, have, do I have the same relationship with this game? Because again, like, I don't, I don't think people understand how many, how many hours we put it into it and, and how, how tough that can be. Um, sometimes, <laughs> um, I don't, like, you know, like, the sucking cost fallacy or are you like oh am i still improving um and that's kind of like where i came to my conclusion was that i really love like seeing gradual improvement and just again the plateau thing but like you're kind of like it's kind of like a staircase and you know it's like very fluid too at the same time yeah it kind of goes like a snake like that and you know, you gotta, you gotta know, you have to notice that there's going to be some, some moments where you lose or you have bad moments. And, uh, there's always, you know, I'm going to the Ludwig major, you know, in two weeks after that, and it's like, oh yeah, just, just keep the grind going. You know, you just got to keep doing it. And that's a, that's a big life advice I have for so many people, you know, cause they're always, they're asking me, how did you you know, get such a good job, you, you know, get, you know, this and this or whatever. I, I just never gave up, you know, I guess. And, um, 
you know, even, even if you're have to go in debt, you know, <laughs> so you know, all this stuff, like, you know, like, go move back to your parents, like do what you have to do, like get to like grind it out, man. Like you, and then, you know, I was, I was in like so much credit card debt <laughs> when I, when I quit my first job, you know, like, cause I, I hated it. And, you know, and that's, that's kind of like a segue we can go into because like my first job was not actually, was not app development. Um, it was like, um, it was like other software and it was like insurance software. And I was like, it's taking me two hours to go to this local and I'm like dying here. Like I'm so far from the city. And like, I was like, uh, I gotta do something. I gotta, and then again, it's just like, oh, uh, I'm in this rough patch. Like what do I have to do? You know, like I'm, I need to think of solutions cause I, you know, if you don't like where you are, you have to look at, you have to look at what's causing you pain and, you know, you gotta like fix it or you gotta do something. You gotta change something. You do whatever you have to do. And then, so I was like, okay, my solution is to quit. <laughs> There's no money. I had zero money and I went to Japan and I kind of would talk about that in my Reddit AMA. Um, I quit my job and I go to Japan for two months for two months, like, I don't even think my parents knew what Japan was. Like, they, they were like, are you, you going to be safe? They're like, are you, are you going to be safe? And I'm like, it's the safest country in the world. Like, I'll be fine. Like, do you actually, yeah. And then, of course, like, nobody really, they're worried, like, nobody's going to speak English and stuff like that. And, you know, like, it's globalization. It's fine. I was able to, you know, I was able to get around and get food. You know, I didn't starve to death, <laughs> but these are all like new things. I was, you know, traveling by yourself. Um, and that was kind of my introductory to traveling too. Like, and people think it's hard, but it's not hard. It's, it's just, you have to get out of your comfort zone. Again, like I said earlier, you, you there's all these new experiences that you can be missing out on. You just have to do it though. Like you, you have to go through the pain. And there's so much pain for, for of not knowing anything. You're not going to know anything. You're not going to know the perfect solution to doing something, you know, like there's going to be so many road bumps, but then like, you're going to be grateful of it afterwards. You're going to be happy you did it. So that's the same thing with Melee. It's the same thing with, you know, trying to get a job, trying to get a good job. Um, there's all these things um, like trying to, get a partner get trying to you know trying to take care of a cat like that's really hard um but then you just get better at things over time and that's just what i that's just what i did i'm not perfect by any means and i make mistakes so much so much like you know i i would get 65th or you know my girlfriend would be upset with me for being away too much or you know, my family would do that too. Or like, I, you know, I didn't, or I didn't put enough time into learning this one thing for work or something like that. And, but like, you just keep doing it. Like, oh, you, or you book, you booked the wrong flight. You, you go to the wrong airport. Um, that's actually happened to me before. Um, so you just got to make sure you're well rested again. Like everything's a test. You got to make sure you're, you're well rested. You, you're well fed. You know, don't eat bad food all the time. It's not going to help you out. You get, you get a, your brain's going to be bad. <laughs> so, 
that's just like the one thing that keeps coming up though like it, it, i'm sorry like it keeps coming up to me like the that one question the first question on my reddit ama so i really wanted to hit on it really hard uh on this podcast as to like the first thing um which was again like how how is how do i balance everything in my life i don't i really don't i don't i'm not a juggler with my time i'm not a perfect juggler i'm constantly dropping the ball which is or many balls like i have many balls in my hands your bandwidth is not able to actually cover everything that you're trying to pay attention to yes absolutely um and again like that's just you know being human like you're gonna your your brain is like your brain has like you know battery capacity and like even as you get older like you know it gets better at some things but then again you have less (laughs) you're you have more potential for fatigue you're just getting older Mm -hmm. you know like armada is like i don't want to travel anymore man um what was that accent anyways like i can get that man i i i'm starting to get a little more annoyed and i i've noticed this i've like just like just a little bit more annoyed every time when I have to travel to like these freaking towns in the middle of nowhere for melee. And it's just like, well, do I want to let myself become that grouchy old man? Do you want to become slime? Not the, or is it just my brain? Like it's being tired. It's, you know, look at my hairline. It's like receding. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know if it's receding or not, but, uh, you know, like I'm 20, almost 28. So it's like, October baby. That's <laughs> it. November. November. Okay. Oh, sad. We missed you by one month. October babies unite. I'll be turning twenty-seven in a couple weeks. Uh, nice. ten, ten days. Ten days. The countdown ensues. And you family? You said. Yeah. So I got married when I was twenty-one. Wow. <laughs> Lancaster. Lancaster Countyans are known to do that. It's like. You know, like I, I again, like the sacrifices for melee that I've done. Um, you know, because people like oddly seem jealous of my situation because it's very rare, and I, I'm pro- I'm pretty sure you've talked about it with some players before, like Lot or I don't, I'm not sure. Um, but there's there there there's a there's a big big sacrifice to become a high level or top level player. I haven't spoken to like a top level player except for Amsa. Actually, Amsa is a friend of the program. Amsa spent nearly ten years in perpetuity of saying, "I'm going to win a major in the United States," and it took ten years and had every opportunity to say it's because I have to fly off from Japan every single time. 13 yeah. hours of jet lag or or mm-hmm. slightly less of flying out to the west coast but 10 plus hours of jet lag every time let's just put it that way and you yeah. have to then perform well and perform to your seed perform to expectations and then if you lose it's like well now i'm gonna look forward to a 24-hour trip home because i have to fly for that long and then i'll probably be stuck in customs or whatever and i have to get back to my apartment after that 
it's a whole thing. I, I just, to this day, I mean, I didn't ask Amsa this enough times when we were recording our interview of me just going like, how do you just, how do you do this? And maybe I felt bad asking because at the time he hadn't won something like the big house 10 yet, but that's why Amsa is so inspiring to everybody, including yourself, when he won this past weekend at the Big House 10 because you knew what it took. You, you, you don't know the, the struggles of being a Yoshi main, but Skurzo, you understand as a melee player, and I think Scar described this really well, just like deranged, you know? It's, it's so hard <laughs> to continually put the hours into melee when after a certain point and the plateau you're talking about, I've, I've heard this about this before where you, you can get to high level. And then when it comes to getting to top 20, it takes so much more, more than you thought that you ever thought you could put into the game. You think to yourself, I've put 20,000, 30,000 hours into this game. I've played for years and I, and I am looking at the possibility of doing that again, just to move up 10 spots on a list, just to be able to take sets off of somebody who's 10 spots ahead of me. Those kind of scenarios go through your mind where you go, I think that's literally what it took for some of these other players, players like Amsa or about Hungrybox. Hungrybox wins Apex 2010. And I don't think he won a tournament that had more than one God in attendance for four or five years after that, it was a long time before Hungrybox won another event where there was two plus gods in attendance during the five gods era. And of course, Hungrybox has won plenty of events now. But what I'm saying is, is that for four years, he didn't win a quote unquote big tournament. He won a big tournament over Armada in 2010. And then it was dry season for what he thought he was supposed to do. Oh, I'm not winning the tournament anymore. Oh, I'm not even finishing top three anymore. Everybody thinks I'm the worst of the five gods kind of a thing. And I always give respect to players like Hungrybox, like Amsa or Armada. Armada was number two guy for a while. Couldn't win Genesis, couldn't win ROM 4, couldn't win XYZ. It took such a long time for Armada even two years okay for the record for the record winning a tournament after two years of traveling to the united states and trying is pretty good for armada who's one of the best if not the best player in the game's history so what i'm saying is is that even for somebody like armada having to travel from europe it took that many times for him to win a big tournament over mango and everybody else so I think about you. You've been playing for a long time now. You have now started to be capable of upsetting players ahead of you. You've gotten to number 33. You're, you have been number one, number two in Chicago. Lynn Melee, you get it. And you're looking down the barrel of, if I want to beat players like Pipsqueak and Plup and Amsa, it may not happen this year. It may not even happen next year. What is it going to yeah. take? And you think about, the fact that you have a full-time job, the fact that in order to travel these to these events, you have to put in whatever result that you get, but then go back to work the very next day, Monday. You, you described it in your Reddit AMA as, I fly back Monday mornings, like really, really early, and then I start working. Sometimes I even work during the events because I, I work remote. So sometimes on a Saturday, I'll disappear and work for a few hours because I got to get stuff done before the rest of bracket or or what have you. I mean, I don't know what you did specifically for Big House 10, but you described it on Reddit as, I am always at my limit in terms of the time that yeah. I have to be able to make all of this work. It is a massive juggling act. And when you place outside of your seed, 
or below your seat, I should say, that's totally justifiable in my mind why you would immediately go, well, I, I, I don't think I could reasonably do this for a long time and, and, and go through more events like this. Like realistically, Scarzo, you're looking down the possibility of placing below your seat again at another tournament. Like you're not immune to that possibility. And that sucks. Yeah, and I had to go back to to why I do it all, but uh, you know, I, I've sprung back pretty quickly, like fairly quickly, um, and it's just like again, like knowing all these people through you know years of grind, you know, years of like building these connections, and you know, looking, you know, looking forward to to meeting people and you know, putting yourself out there, you're outside of your comfort zone and meeting people. It's like, those are the people that like, are just, you know, the net below you, like, <laughs> definitely like, um, and they're always like, very happy to see you finally done with bracket. <laughs> you know, they usually wait a while for you to be done. And you, you definitely like miss out on some things on Friday nights or, or Saturday nights, you know, I've had to, you know, you know, hide away in my hotel room to get ready for like 9 a.m. top eights before. Um, but like, you know, when you finally, you, those people are super, so important to me. Um, anyone that comes up to me and like says, you know, whatever, like something nice, <laughs> you know, that's, that's, that's like, even after a bracket, they're like, you know, good, you know, it's such a, you know, useful thing to have because like, I don't want to be in that situation again where, you know, again, I was like a ghost and I had no one, you know, with, with me. Um, I, I didn't know what CLM was, you know, stuff like that. And I was just like traveling to majors alone my first year of like competing seriously. And, um, but then again, it led me to new experiences again um, because I was forced to, <laughs> you know, I was forced to find a hotel group. I was used, I was forced to like, learn learn how to use google flights and but now i use those skills for everything else like i, I travel outside of melee and now I, it's so easy for me to plan my trip i don't have to i don't have to hire a trip advisor i don't have to hire like a guide a travel guide i, I can do everything by myself now um i can figure out all the transit you know options um i was in tokyo for two months and i figured figured out how to use the subway system really really well um and it was a really good, you know, really good way of getting around. It's just like learning, you know, people don't realize these new experiences are, are like very crucial to your growth as a person. Um, and yeah, like um, that's why I keep competing. It's it's those new, those new experiences. And again, that's, that's what I'm striving for with Summit. Um, and again, I was like, I was like, this is like the third or second time I could have like opted in. And I finally opted in. And I was just like, I'm gonna, do I really want to like do all this? I don't want to like, you know, I've never done this before. I'm mm -hmm. so bad at campaigning. Then it's just, and then just like, you're pushing the snowball, right? This like invisible snowball. And like, when once you finally get momentum, you're just like, oh yeah, this is easy. Like, oh, I'm building this giant snowball in front of me it's like gaining momentum and this is a really good 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 first run like i've, I've gone through two rounds yeah and there's a lot of people behind me um i got a lot of support on the ama 
a lot of support. Like it was like 20,000 views and 500 upvotes, 500 upvotes. Um, I might not, I might not win, but there's, there's other things I, I can get out of it. Um, there's new people I've met already. Um, there's, there's like connections I've reconnected, you know, like I've talked, I've like worked with these, I've worked, I've worked with people, um, you know, like this is just like another, it's just another experience. Um, and I'm, and I'm, I'm getting a lot of value out of it, even though it's kind of, you know, again, like I'm balancing my life in the middle of this and it's been such a huge challenge again. Because it's just a whole new experience. I've never asked for people for votes before. I've never asked people to do stuff for me before. I've never, I never do that. And that was a vulnerability of mine, and that was something I, I had to get over, over, over. I don't know how to say it. That was something I had to get over. You know, so I, I had to ask people for help for the first time in a while on like so many things you know it's just you know organizing and making content and you know getting voters and people you know organizing the discord there's so much stuff you have to do um make you know again like you know coming up with incentives and and coming up with a plan you know figuring out this you know spirit bomb if you have one or not um how much to vote to get out of the next round like there's so much stuff and I'd never done it before. And, you know, there's people like Dark Genix that has been doing it for a while now. <laughs> and, and he just like sweeps the board, obviously. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, again, like, this is like probably one of the best decisions I've made, even though it's been like such a time sink, but, uh, and like an effort sink. Um, but like, I'm really glad I did it because it's really pushing myself to do new, th again, like to do like, an app if I make it in, if I, I'll finally make the app and I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll make the app. Yeah. Like everyone's telling me to do it. Like, cause like I've, I, I have many, like I have years of experience doing mobile apps and now like I'm way better than I was before when I first did it. Um, first did what you might ask. Well, I did. You remember that time I quit my job. Well, I wanted to learn mobile development. And so I actually made a, I did an online degree for app development and the capstone project was actually a smash CG app. It was literally a smash CG app to, to get, graduate from my online degree. It was like an online degree. Well. Yeah. Yeah. So it was functional. Um, it was very functional, you know, and, and then, uh, that's the code base I would work off of. Um, if I got in, like, I would not use the same code. Don't get me wrong. Like I was such a horrible programmer five years ago. <laughs> of course I've, um, I've gone through so many things. I've been, I've been a consultant. I've been, uh, I've been a full stack developer. I've been, I've been, which just means I do web development and like backend development. Um, cool. Cool. I've done, uh, now I've done like insurance software, but I've done, I've done an iOS app for insurance and but like now I work on a salad company, um, a salad company's app. So yeah, that's, that's a very funny thing to talk about, but you know, you can order a salad through your app, through your phone. That's, that's this me, this is me. I've made this like, um, I work on this. So it's like an app and appreciate it. Yeah. It's, it's like all these like fridges, the smart fridges that have those salads and yeah, blah, blah, blah. like it's all over the airports.
<laughs> it's so a thing. Skirts of promises is a thing. What was that? Sorry. I'm just uh for, 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 for me and other people who don't order salad, it is a thing. Scarzo made the app that orders salad. I'm 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 good on salad though. Sorry. You're 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 getting to the point that you have built a bunch of different systems and apps and when you think about your time back in the good old days of learning all of this, making a Smash GG app to do a couple of different functions, you go well, I remember that what that coding is like, and I now have all the experience and I can actually do this. This is a real undertaking that I can do. And at first, when I saw that you were talking about doing a mobile app for StartGG, I thought literally to myself, that is the smartest thing that anybody could ever do. Literally lying to everybody and say that you would make a mobile app because that's impossible. <laughs> I thought I literally no Scurzo. I literally thought there's no shot that this Scurzo person is going to actually do it. And I knew who you were, by the way. Um, but so I go, this is hype because someone's lying to everyone's face. This is so funny. This is awesome. I loved it so much. And then I read the AMA and I go, oh, Scurzo's being serious. Oh, this is cool too. I'll take it app if that's actually happening. You know, that's cool. You know, we got to get the votes up, of course. 30k, 30k, 30k. If I recall correctly, you know, yeah, we gotta we gotta make that happen still but that is so cool that is that is just as hype as you lying i did literally think though this is the greatest thing of all time we are being lied to right now this is awesome that was my thought process when i saw it at first yeah so i i was i was uh an intern like i'm not saying an intern i was um I was on like, staff on staff or contractor no, no, no. i was like a, i was after i quit my job i was like a year and a half experience so i was still pretty bad at, at development and this is actually, there's another um, app called PocketGD, which is like, you can look at brackets and stuff like that on, but there's no like, there's no features that I actually would use. Yeah, um, I, I, I got that because I was really excited and then I saw it and I was like, oh, this is kind of, it. it is what it is. I... I'm trying to be as nice as possible to the pocket GG developers, but it's, I didn't find any reason to use it. I deleted it after two weeks. Yeah. So if that's the problem I want to solve, um, is that when I get to a tournament, I don't want to, you know, I don't want, I want to turn off my brain. <laughs> I have so many things to worry about when I'm at a tournament and I just want to know when my bracket is, I just want to get notification telling me where to go hungry box could have used that at big house 10 shout outs for literally going somebody on staff told me that it starts at 12 noon and robin sweets no literally nobody told you that nobody told you that and you were informed several times that your that top 24 started at 11 that you were on at 11 this is on you big guy <laughs> and, uh, yeah and i had this is a story um i've had like time zone issues before like i would and I don't Say like the way for the people in the back. Let's go, Scarzo. Time zones, dude. Dude, I it was supposed to be an Ontario, Canada thing, but uh, this is uh, me. Like, I looked at it at StarGG and it said a certain time. And then I, you know, it was like 12, 12 or 12, uh, 12 p.m. Um, and, the, and then I fly to main stage and we get there at 12 p.m. And they're like, oh, the bracket actually started two hours ago. And it's like, oh, wait, this is set 12 p.m. Um, in central time. So when I actually got there, it was actually at 10 p.m., 10 a.m. 
Oh no. The translation was so bad. Um and and start GG. And there was no like notification. There's nothing. There there is no way of knowing because like once you sign up for a tournament, you you don't get anything. You don't get any notifications about anything. You don't even know when your like your pool gets changed. You don't even get you don't even get notified of that. You don't. I, you don't. I check no. my pool for Big House Ten. I kid you not, two times a day. One at the beginning of the day. One at the end of the day. Even the morning of, I go, "Am I on today, <laughs> dude?" <laughs> Because it could yeah, change, saw, uh, and we'll tell you. Wait, who's that chic player? Um, Bonfire, and she said like her time got changed, like, and and that's happened to me before. Like, I, I've, my, I've had my pull change, and that's horrible. That's like your worst nightmare. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like, um, and I also just want to widget. Like, you know, when you make an app, it has you know has like a widget or lock screen widget or whatever. That would be really, really cool because I'm a very old man. I just don't want to open <laughs> crap. You know, I just want to see it at a glance. I'm mm-hmm. an old man. Um, and uh, what was the last thing I was going to say? Oh, yeah. And it would be really cool to see um, content on the app because, like, it was very, uh, I look at, like, I look at StartGG. Like, I look at the homepage and it's, like, super dead. <laughs> and I've actually talked about this with, with, uh, the um with some friends and how that would like we would design it and like there could be like match updates on there that would be super cool yeah um like twitter integration something anything you can actually so like there's like this technology where you can connect your twitter account and it would like follow all the players that you already follow from twitter and it would sync up with the app Mm -hmm. and it would tell you like and then you could just get data off um so that like if you nice. twitter, yeah it sounds insane so if you connect your twitter and you're like oh i want to get match updates i want to get upset updates or whatever like that maybe you can get that as a notification and maybe you get in your feed you know like that you know it'll be possible um and i have i have intimate experience with the with the smash gg or start gg uh back and <laughs> i like, i've like already tried through it through it a lot um through through making that first like demo app to graduate from my ios course i have a um, question yeah what makes you think you have time to do this Gerzo? that's another that's the other thing i do have time it's just very limited and you know once you get a kick in the butt um to do something and there's you know people people waiting on you when there's like a deadline all this stuff when you are beholden to stakeholders, I've known I'm, I'm very intimate with this kind of feeling as a you know consultant. Yeah, deadlines. Mm-hmm. Working yeah. with clients or even just working with my manager, they're like, "Hey, what, what's going on here? Like, when is this game delivered?" Um, you know, they're not always micromanaging you that way, but like they're always giving you like uh, every two week goals as a as a in the software industry. That's how you, it's called a sprint. So every two weeks you have to deliver something. And that's kind of what uh, Fizzy did, actually. Um, he has, I, if I recall correctly, he does have a release cadence, or he at least has like regular updates, and that's like very yeah. crucial get stuff done. Yes, it, it, it reminds everybody that you're out there still. But yeah, yeah, Slippy Launcher or Slippy in general gets updated at least once every two months, at least if not more often. Yeah, and and uh, 
I mean, Slippy has a really good deal right now where he has to do, like, he only has to do a few features, like, every once in a while. Um, and he gets to work on ranked, and then he just has Patreon support. Like everyone loves him. Like it's like you're you're fine. You're you already you already delivered the value that we all really really you know appreciate. And you don't have to work again ever again if you have to, because we have this wonderful thing that you delivered to us that has so much value. Uh, I would love ranked, please, Fizzy, sometime in the near future when you're ready, when we're when the world's ready. I would, I, I would like ranked, uh, and then you can call it a day. Maybe after that, you know, uh, I do love me some I ranked. <laughs> I don't think you, you're. Re- I don't think you're ready. For, I don't think anyone's ready for it. No, we're not. We're so not ready. Uh, unranked is a hellscape. <laughs> ranked could be bad for the community in some ways. In oh, many ways. In what way? Just name one. You can name one and then move on. Just like mental health. <laughs> okay. Okay. Fair. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. Please continue with how how you're you have you have time to be able to do this because you know how to work with regular updates. You know how to work with the the shareholders of the world, the people who are voting for you to summit fourteen. Because not only do they want to see you compete with the best players, but they also like the idea of a mobile app that does cool things related to Start GG. That'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Um... Oh my god! I already like destroyed it, your time, but uh, yeah. If I get in, um, I would I would actually do both platforms because, and again, uh, go ahead. Crazy. Let's go. Yeah. So like iOS and Android, and again, like I've never really done like a full product for Android, but uh, I do like an Android code all the time at work. Um, you know, I'm I I'm familiar with it. I am. A software engineer, that's my title. I, I'm supposed to be comfortable with other technologies and working on different new things. Um, and so, you know, there's, and I've worked with uh, technology, you know, there's some technology that lets you um, deliver two apps at the same time, essentially, by writing this, by writing one code base, you can like compile to Android and iOS. Oh, that's and cool. I've, I've, I've played with that before. Um, yeah, it's really cool. So, it's po- everything is possible. You just you just have to have the incentives, and just gotta vote this man's in the summit. Yeah, you know? <laughs> everything is possible with enough votes, baby. I've I've gotten haters already. Like, there's so many people, and there's people in my DMs that are like, "Wait, wait, 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 you're doing what? Like, uh, are you sure about that? We've been working on this too." And like, that's cool. Like, I there's it's a public API. Anyone can work on anything they want, and Maybe maybe I won't deliver it in like, you know, three months or six months. You know, maybe that won't happen. Maybe I deliver something in two months like that like that is like the bare bones like functionality. Like you you wanna get the you wanna get the good stuff out first, like and get feedback, get feedback. You wanna you wanna release as fast as possible. Cause like this is one guy is like apparently working on it for three years and I'm like, I don't know if it's ever going out, bro. <laughs> like and that, they should do that for ranked. You know, just, just, just put out a beta. Like, just, just, just deliver something unfinished. It's, it's okay. Yeah, I, I, that's, I guess. that's that's something. Like, it's like you want to deliver something complete, and and sure, like that's that's how he wants to do it. But no, I, I think Fizzy has acknowledged that there's a pretty good possibility of doing a beta testing for invited people, but. 
I I think that that there's a lot to be admired from how Fizzy does things with Slippy because of how polished he wants it to be. He gets yeah, he gets it done. So I'm not gonna question it. So um, again, sorry if I took up too much time, but uh, I think I think we should wrap up. Uh, it's been over an hour, and I don't think I've ever got. There's this one question right up a CLM legend I have to get to, right? Yes, indeed. We want to acknowledge Gumball. Shout out to Gumball, who I got to meet at the Big House 10 this past weekend. Oh, <laughs> it was so good to meet Gumball and who who came up to me and said, Jesse, it's me, Johnny. And I go, oh. anyway, <clears throat> Gumball wants to know, favorite Chicago local legend. Doesn't have to be a player that's good necessarily. Could just be a funny story. Gumball loves lore. So you can oh. dig as deep as you want. I kid you not. If you talked about a player who showed up for one event was a jerk and then never showed up again, but did something no, weird that everybody laughed up. Gumball lives off that. Yeah. So there's this guy named Bob. <laughs> okay. We're off to a great start already. I don't know if you've heard of him, but he, uh, he was this puff player and, uh, whenever, so I, okay, let's go back a bit. I was like a, a newer player back, back in like 2017. Okay. I was going to look and stuff like that. And I would play, you know, really badly. I was really bad at like certain matchups, like like the floaties were really hard because I never played floaties. And I would lose. I lost to this guy named Bob, and he plays Puff. And you know Fluid, right? Do you know Fluid, the Icy's player? I do not, but shout out to Fluid. Yeah, he he yeah he's he's known for like beating Fiction or whatever at Genesis. Um, oh, so and- somebody besides Bananas. <laughs> Fiction. Let's go. Let's yeah, go. He's a really funny, really funny guy, right? <laughs> and he likes to do funny guy things. And um, he made this Facebook chat for only people that have lost to Bob. And so, <laughs> you know, like it's like people that keep getting added, and it becomes a total. It becomes like a not a cult, but it's just it becomes like a, you know, like a. A niche within a niche. It's it's of the weirdest undergrowth behind the undergrowth underneath the undergrowth. It is it's that kind of thing. I know exactly what you're talking about. Like six years or something like that, and still it's still it's still going. Like it's still alive. It's still alive. But uh, Bob's still playing. Bob, no, Bob retired years ago. So it's only like two or three years of people, you know, like that lost to Bob. And there's, there are some people that never got in. So then they're like, Oh, I, I wish I was in Bob chat, you know? And it's like, Oh, we don't really talk anymore. We're like, Oh, we, we do sometimes. Uh, it's, it's like a very weird chat. And <laughs> I, I still talk to them sometimes. And um, Bob is like this mystical figure now that is lost to time. Um, but the chat lives on forever. And so you're, you're telling me that Bob is out there somewhere knowing full well that he's deliberately not playing melee anymore and giving people the opportunity to be added to Bob chat. Yes. Like he is aware of that. He, he knows we are a dying breed. <laughs> he knows that we're asking him as politely as possible to come back and play at another local in Chicago. And it's just refusing to. Yeah, he's, he's busy with life. He's, he's he has uh he's teaching now and stuff and Mm -hmm. yeah yeah well if i can get into melee after getting married and having two kids then i feel like bob needs to really step it up you know 
And you're 21? So, 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 I got married when I was 21. That was 2016. I'll be turning 27 in a couple, uh, 10 days. I'll be turning 27 in 10 days. So, yeah, my daughter is four and my son is two. I'm 27. Yeah, that's, that's me. I can't do that. Like, I can't do that. You're, you're, you're like a magician. I can't. See, but I hardly play Melee. I actually, most of the time, I look at my week and I go, oh no, I've talked about Melee more than playing it this week. Oops. It is what it is. Away from everything right now. That's the balance. You got to balance everything. Okay. So here are the incentives for those of you who don't know. We got to do this at least once. And we're already nearly at the 15K goal. So let's start there. At 15K votes, Skirza will release the first combo video ever. And by the way, combo videos are great for exposure. It's just something to send to people, get everybody super hype about seeing you play in bracket. Okay. 20k dye my hair any color and not me skirzo 25k start gg mobile app only notifications 30k start gg full app with live notifications and home screen screen slash lock screen widget plus full features 40k first ever full band melee disc track in parentheses nobody is safe 50k i shave my head and then of course a 40k bonus also doing android app we got endorsements from IBDW, Sunsei, CLM, and now I know what Bob Chat is because I was like, "Who's who? Who's Bob Chat? Bob Chat? I know who that is now. It's not a who. It's a it's a them. It's a it is it is the corporation. It is CLM incarnate. It is only yeah. if you know when you know that you are in the, the thing and the losing the Bob. And then I don't know who Sahara is, but shout outs to Sahara. The point is, is that if you want Skurzo to be voted into Summit 14, you only have a few days left to do it. As of right now, today being October 12th, tomorrow is going to be another four players eliminated, one player put into Summit 14. And then on October 14th, again, one player invited, bottom four players eliminated, and Skurzo is in danger right now. Skurzo is in the red, and we need to get Skurzo in the green. We gotta get that shmoney. Well, actually, that the the votes, the votes, so that Skurzo can go to Summit 14. And yes, because Doctor Hunk said get Skurzo on the pod. Yes, I'm a big Skurzo fan. Uh, okay, for the record, Skurzo, I've watched you or your reverse 3-0 versus the Professor Pro at Fit Two, and that's when I first go. Skurzo was on to something with this. This is cool. Let's go, Skurzo. So I, I, I always get super excited to talk to people that I have seen on and off. And I go, I, I'm, I'm always, always excited when people talk to me on the podcast because I can go from knowing of them to just knowing them. And that's part of how I low-key try to get more connected to the community because I don't have to always travel to events and walk up Jeez. to somebody and say, Hi. I can just invite yeah. you onto my podcast and then we get to know each other. And then someday I'll walk up to you at maybe at Genesis nine or something and go, Scarzo, it's Cypher. I, I interviewed you a while back. That's what I did with P- Pip Squeak this past weekend. And Pip goes, Oh yeah, that was a thing. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. Cool to see you. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, Pip obviously focused on doing other things and I go, it's totally fair. It's totally fair. And we did, uh, have dinner together in the same group. The one night, very nice Pip for the record. It was great to see you in person, meet you in person. You're very nice. I'm mostly teasing. I just know it was, it was, uh, 
at first Pip was going, who's this guy? I don't know who this is. He's acting like he knows me. Oh, okay. Now I remember him. <laughs> Let's yeah, see. Yeah, fun. Like, thank you for having me. Um... <laughs> yes, I, I shilled for your summit campaign, but where can the people find you in order to get the latest and greatest? Uh, it's, I think my Twitter's on the screen, but it's Spurzo underscore, and I have a Reddit AMA on reddit.com slash r slash SSBM, and that's pretty much it. I don't really stream. Um, Where's know, yeah, the that, combo video going to go up? Um, oh, yeah. It's it's uh, being edited right now, actually. So it's going to be insane, actually. There's a year of clips in it, and there's 900 clips that we had to cut down so 900 to probably like 50 so that's gonna be an insane combo video so definitely check it out when it's out on my twitter i'm gonna have a twitter link um to so what I'm what youtube right page now. do you have a youtube scurzo oh uh, yeah it's just scurzo so uh i don't know the exact link but uh you should be able to find it by searching scurzo um stuff but it'll be on my twitter as well I'll have to fight through all of your matches on YouTube and just specifically search for channels, Skurzo, sort through all of those and go, oh, this one hasn't been had an upload in like six years, but this is probably Skurzo. No, I have, I have more recent uploads, but yeah. <laughs> Ooh, what kind of content are you making, Skurzo? I'm not making any content. I'm just posting stupid videos, I guess, but <laughs> I don't even remember. It's like moments in like Killing Floor or something like that, like video games. Random video, yeah. A true gamer, you know. I go, I, I, I feel the same way as you do when it comes yeah. to like, how am I supposed to do all this? For you, it's, it's the same way. We'll be looking forward to the mobile app if we get enough votes there. So please go vote for Scurzo. And to you, one more time, thank you for joining me. I'm gonna play the outro, and then we're gonna do a thumbnail pose, and then we'll be done. But you need to stick around for the. 25-ish seconds that the outro plays and I'll be quiet, but then we'll do the thumbnail. So if for, for now, please say goodbye to all the peoples. Yeah, thank you guys. Thank, thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure.